You are listening to Standing Firm, a call in an age of decay, deconstruction, and desolation to be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Welcome back to Standing Firm, a podcast of Holy Trinity Reformed Church in Canby, Indiana. I am your host, Pastor James Brown, Jr. Let's be honest. Leslie Jordan is most likely in hell. If you're not familiar with Leslie Jordan, he is a comedian, an actor, and an activist. He starred on the sitcom uh, Will and Grace, and I think the new uh, sitcom that he was uh, part of was called Cats or something of that nature. But there is no credible evidence to give any reasonable hope that Leslie Jordan bowed the knee to Jesus Christ as Savior, Lord, and King in faith and repentance. Now, let me explain before you accuse me of being a heartless, unsympathetic, spiritual bully picking on a sweet little old deceased man. First, let's begin with this series called Let's Be Honest. In our last podcast in the series explaining the difference between our church and most other churches here in Morgan County, I mentioned the desire to do some kind of show called Let's Be Honest because we are to the point where there is not a lot of honesty in the church, much less the rest of society. It is really starting to feel like the days of Jeremiah or Ezekiel when the dominant narrative among their people was falsehood and lies. Today we live in such a day, once again, and the first step in reforming the church is to start speaking and living the truth. Rod Dreher recently wrote a book called Live Not By Lies, and no matter what you think of Dreher, it is advice we need to heed and stop living by lies. What we need is a revival of basic Christianity and a restoration of Christian foundations, which begins with truth, like in Proverbs chapter 3, where the word of God declares, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the table of your heart, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. The only hope we have of regaining favor with God and man is by being devoted to the truth. God's kingdom will not be done. His will will not be done on earth as it is in heaven if we, the church, do not become a pillar and ground of the truth once again. No, it is not going to be easy at first. It may even accelerate persecution upon us here in the West. But the only way to the other side of this postmodern dystopia is in the truth. We need the church to declare the words of Proverbs 8 and verse 7. For my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Why? Because according to Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 17, he who speaks truth declares righteousness, 
but a false witness deceit. When we do not declare the truth, it is unrighteous because it is actually being a false witness. It is deceitful to water down the truth or to remain silent, allowing lies to stand as de facto truth. Proverbs 12.22 says, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. Not only is this the delight of the Lord, but it is also the only pathway to justification and sanctification. It is the only pathway to build the kingdom of Christ. It is the only pathway to restore Western Christendom. Jesus said in John chapter 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 1 that in Jesus also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory, in whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In John chapter 4, Jesus said, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. In John 8, Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In John 17, Jesus said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth, as he was praying to the Father. And then, a few verses later, he says, and for their sakes, talking about his disciples, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. There is no salvation but in the truth. In opposition to the truth and salvation are found lies and damnation. In Romans chapter 1, in verse 18, Paul writes, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And then in the next chapter of Romans, Romans chapter 2, verses 5 through 11, Paul declares, But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent or unrepentant heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God who will render to each one according to his deeds. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality, but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first and also of the Greek. May it be said of the church... As Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 13, For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. And that is our prayer today. And we could go on and on, but without truth there is nothing and there is no hope outside of truth, so let's be honest. Second, this title sounds controversial, but it is not. 
If you were hoping for a podcast with me ranting and raving about Leslie Jordan, sodomites, and so on, this is not going to be that podcast because if there is any ranting and raving to be done in this episode, it will be toward the apostasy of professing Christians and the church in Western civilization. More than anything, this podcast is a declaration that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through him. So what do we mean through him? Well, what we mean is faith and repentance in Jesus Christ who died to justify, sanctify, and glorify sinners in him, which is also to say in his church, the body of Christ. In the words of absolution, in the liturgy of our divine services here at Holy Trinity, and yes, we speak words of absolution and warning, we use the following words frequently, and I quote, Unto as many of you, therefore, beloved brethren, as abhor yourselves and your sins, and believe that you are fully pardoned through the merits of Jesus Christ, and resolve daily more to abstain therefrom and to serve the Lord in true holiness and righteousness. I declare, according to the command of God, that they are released in heaven from all their sins, as he has promised in his gospel, through the perfect satisfaction of the holy, most holy passion and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. But, as there may be some among you who continue to find pleasure in your sin and shame, or who persist in sin against their conscience, I declare unto such by the command of God that the wrath and judgment of God abides upon them and that all their sins are retained in heaven and finally that they can never be delivered from eternal damnation unless they repent. End of quote. The story of Leslie Jordan is a sad one that I do not rejoice in except that God has and is making his power and glory known, even in this sad story of a man who had every opportunity to humble himself, trust in Christ, and acknowledge, confess, and repent of his sins, but instead chose pride, unrepentance, and rebellion by suppressing the truth in unrighteousness. And just because he did it with a smile and a joke, does not make it any less hatred of God and Jesus Christ. So, I am not rejoicing in his damnation. I save my rejoicing for one sinner that repents, and so I will weep, just as Jeremiah wept over the destruction of his nation, as should we all. Third, and back to the topic of this truth, let's be honest. All the praise and gushing over Leslie Jordan by Christians is wicked. It's bad enough to hear it from the media, from Hollywood, and from every segment of our society, but when it is Christians, it is downright sickening. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, because I am tired of the pagan influence on the members of our church, and especially the young people, who are being bombarded with negative influences and as a result being deceived and overcome by the lies of this generation. Fox News ran the story of Leslie Jordan's death with this headline and subheadline, which stated, 
Leslie Jordan sings about heaven in video posted shortly before his death. I'll be there. And then the subheadline, Leslie Jordan, a Southern Baptist, sang the Christian hymn when the roll is called up yonder a day before his fatal car accident. After saying Jordan was a Southern Baptist in the heading, the article goes on to call Jordan a devout Southern Baptist. Lies, lies, and more lies. The implication is that Jordan was this wonderful Christian who tragically died, left a legacy of faith, and is now in heaven. Lies, lies, and more lies. Jordan was not a devout Southern Baptist. He was not a practicing Christian. He was a devout and practicing Sodomite. Yes, he was raised a Southern Baptist as a kid, but that was it. What Southern Baptist church was he a member of where he was receiving pastoral care and communion? Can anyone tell me? Where has Jordan said anything about faith and repentance in Jesus Christ for the remission of sins? Can anyone tell me that? Where is there any indication of any hope that Jordan had bowed his knee to Jesus Christ as Savior, Lord, and King? Where is there any indication that Jordan was a repenting sinner? Can anyone show me? No, of course not, because we live by lies. The Fox News article continues, The Will and Grace actor had experienced newfound popularity on social media during the COVID-19 pandemic, uploading comedic videos with a flamboyant southern flair. On Sunday, he posted his, re- his rendition of When the Roll is Called Up Yonder, a Christian hymn. And then it goes on to quote the words from that hymn, When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more, and the morning breaks eternal, bright, and fair, Jordan sang in the video, When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. what they did not report and even though another news agency the Christian Post would report later was that as he was singing this hymn at the end of the stanza he makes this statement been baptized 13 times just to make sure because I'm going to be there And if that was not bad enough, coming from Fox News, I go over to the Christian Post, and what do I see? I see this headline. Actor Leslie Jordan sang about being in heaven day before he died in car crash. The article was written by Jeannie Ortega Lowell that simply repeats some of these lies, or it repeats it with implication with no rebuttal, no speaking the truth. 
Here are a few excerpts from the Christian Post article. And I quote, the day before actor Leslie Jordan died in a car crash, the famous performer shared a video of him and musician Danny Myrick singing a hymn about heaven. The clip showed Jordan singing the song When the Roll is Called Up Yonder, a hymn written in 1893. The lyrics speak about being called to heaven when the trumpet sounds. And then it goes on to quote, the lyrics from the hymn. And then it mentions at the end of the clip, Leslie said he had been baptized 13 times to ensure he would be in heaven when his time came. But then it goes on to state this. Throughout his life, Jordan, who was openly gay, said he had come to terms with himself and the church. Jordan spoke about his upbringing in a 2021 interview with Shania Twain on her Home Now radio show on Apple Music Hits. When I'm being very dramatic, I say, well, I grew up in the church, but I walked away because the whole gay thing came around, the Chattanooga, Tennessee native said. Many Christian denominations adhere to the Bible's teaching on, and this is now the reporter, uh, speaking. Many denominations, Christian denominations, adhere to the Bible's teaching on human sexuality, affirming that marriage is between a man and a woman. While homosexuality is a sin, believers are commanded to love the sinner. Jordan told Twain at the time he believed that God made him gay. Here is Leslie Jordan in his own words in his last interview before his death. How did you like LA when you got out there? I loved it. Yeah. You know, I found West Hollywood and, you know, having grown up in a very repressed Southern Baptist atmosphere, there were just queers hanging from the trees. I mean, everywhere you look, there were queers. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. In fact, that kind of got in the way a little bit because, you know, there was just a lot of carrying on and, I'm a recovering uh, alcoholic up 25 years now. It, I never let it interfere with my work, but you know, there was a lot of caring on running the streets and trying to keep the balls afloat. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's like you're suddenly in the candy store. But it was, uh, it was a wonderful time. So what I'm saying is that there is no evidence that Leslie Jordan came to saving faith and repentance in reception of the grace of God through Jesus Christ. And yes, that is a very sad story. Now, in the title, I said Leslie Jordan is, and in parentheses, most likely in hell, because I do not know what may have transpired the last couple weeks before his death. We can hope that he sought the Lord and that the Lord was merciful to him. But there is absolutely no cause or reason for us to indicate in any way that he was a true believer. Leslie Jordan lived a life of perversion in direct defiance against God. That is his legacy. There are many audio clips we could play, but it's not worth the time. And we do not want to make this program an expose of his perversion. 
Nevertheless, his testimony is not a testimony of God's grace upon a sinner, but a testimony of blaming God for his sins, demanding acceptance of his sins, and denying God's only standard of righteousness and God's grace through Jesus Christ. His is a testimony of blasphemy and sexual perversion. So I ask, why are professing Christians denying the message of the gospel? It is because we live in a day of apostasy. We have turned away from the gospel unto a universalist gospel of libertarian licentiousness. Jude expressly commands us to contend against those who would turn the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ into licentiousness, and we are commanded to contend for the faith, and this is one of those moments. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Verses 9 through 11, Paul writes to the very troubled church at Corinth with all of their difficulties and with all of their shortcomings and with all of their sin. He says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. The gospel message is the good news that Jesus Christ came to save sinners. But do not be deceived. This salvation cleanses, sanctifies, and justifies by the authority and power of Jesus Christ through the operation of the Spirit regenerating us making us new creatures, and conforming us into the image of Christ. God's grace, his effectual working of salvation, grants unto us true faith and repentance in Jesus Christ. No, Christians are not perfect. We sin continuously and sometimes egregiously. But Christians do not condone or justify sin. We repent, trusting in the mercy of God. In confessing our sin, we cry out, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Thank you for listening. May God grant us true faith and repentance through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Until next time, be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong. Standing Firm is a podcast production of Holy Trinity Reformed Church in Canby, Indiana. For more information about this podcast or Holy Trinity Reformed Church, visit us online at reformedholytrinity.org.